Good evening and welcome to Outbeat News in Depth. I'm Greg Morelia. So when was the last time you got tested for HIV? Never, you say? How come? Is it fear of the unknown or maybe even fear of the results? Well, tonight we're going to try to demystify the entire process by taking you behind the scenes to witness an HIV test from start to finish. Megan Murphy and Rick Dean from Face to Face are here tonight to help ease your fears and inhibitions and to get you into a testing center soon so you can be confident about your status. We'll share the details of what happens after you get your results, whether it be positive or negative. Now, a brief note of warning. The topic we're going to be exploring tonight may not be suitable for young listeners and will involve a discussion and frank conversation about sexual activity. It's all coming up next, right after your Outbeat Radio News for this Sunday, May 27, 2018. This is Greg Morale with your Alpi Radio News for the week of May 27th, 2018. Last week, Adam Rippon won the 26th season of Dancing with the Stars and became the first openly gay person to win the show. This is also the first win for his partner, Jenna Johnson. This short four-week season focused on professional athletes. After three weeks of elimination, Rippon and Johnson competed against NFL player Josh Norman and Sharna Burgess and figure skater Tanya Harding and Sasha Farber. Rippon was one of two out gay male athletes to compete in this year's Winter Olympics. He returned to the U.S. with a bronze medal for ice skating. You can hear our interview with Adam on demand on our website at outbeatnews.com. Just click on show notes at the top of the page. And our congratulations to him. And here in California, a 22-year-old Latino gay man who is a student from Portland State University was the apparent victim of a hate crime, according to his family, in the town of Truckee near Lake Tahoe. On May 15th, Aaron Salazar was found lying near the Amtrak train tracks. His injuries included multiple brain injuries with an MRI showing damage to his brainstem, a broken pelvis, and severe burns near his groin and upper thighs. Salazar's sister, Alyssa Salazar, said there were many signs of self-defense, including blood under Aaron's fingernails and marks on his left hand indicating defensive punches. His family is calling the incident an attack and a hate crime while the Amtrak Police Department, which is leading the investigation, is claiming there is nothing to suggest criminal intent. Detectives from the department are also trying to push the narrative that Salazar jumped from the train, according to Salazar's cousin, Austin Salias, an allegation the family is fiercely disputing. Salazar was last heard from via a text message sent to his grandmother. He said he had found a new friend and was going exploring with them. And here locally, Sonoma County Pride announced the entertainment lineup for this year's 2018 festival, which happens next weekend, June 1st through the 3rd in downtown Santa Rosa. This year's entertainment is sponsored by the Grayton Resort and Casino. Since the resort opened in 2013, it's been actively involved in supporting the community. Support for major businesses like Grayton has allowed the Sonoma County Pride organization to really grow and thrive. All Pride performances will be held on June 2nd between the hours of noon and 8 p.m. at the Old Courthouse Square in downtown Santa Rosa. Headliner Ray Bell is a musician and well-known for his work as an LGBTQ advocate and has been nominated for a GLAAD Award for Outstanding Music Artist. He is also listed as one of Out Magazine's 2017 Out 100. His songs range from traditional piano ballads like 11 Blocks to the dance charts top hit Ritual. There are events happening all weekend starting June 1st with a comedy show featuring Alec Mappa and a film festival of LGBT short films happening on Sunday, June 3rd. 
You can get all the details you need on our website at OutBeatNews.com. For Outbeat Radio News, I'm Greg Moralia. Well, I remember years ago taking a friend to the old Berkeley Clinic for an HIV test and then returning after a totally agonizing two weeks only to find out that his HIV test came back positive. It was really scary and traumatic. And I just think there's a whole lot of mystery and mythology around the whole testing process. And if you're like me, the whole idea of a needle just keeps me away. So tonight, we are here to take all of that mystery away from you. And I promise there will not be any needles at all. There will, however, be some pretty frank discussion about HIV and same-sex sexual activity. So this content may not be suitable for some of our younger listeners. But with that said, let's jump right into it. Let me introduce our guest tonight from face-to-face here in Sonoma County, my favorite, Megan Murphy, the program's director. Welcome. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And then the one and only Rick Dean, who's the executive director of (laughs) Face-to-Face. Thank you, Greg. (laughs) Rick, welcome. Welcome to you both. So I'm really excited about this show, um, and we hope that it's going to be informational uh, about HIV and the testing process. So let's start out, talk about some of the myths that you've heard people talk about or bring up around HIV testing. Mm-hmm. So one of them is what you just mentioned, needles. You know, a lot of people are really shy of needles and think, well, maybe I'll do it next week or next month. And that puts them off. Um, also, um, people aren't sure about the accuracy of it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe I should go to my doctor and get it. Or maybe, you know, I'm not sure really where to get it. Don't know who to ask. Timing, like how, how long it takes to have the test. So lots of, lots of issues around it. And that's what keeps people away, and that's what we're going to answer tonight for sure. And it's a very personal process. What goes into the people who actually administer the test? Do they they're just walk in off the street? And... <laughs> Anything but. What goes into it is actually really robust. There's a process that the state has set up for certification that's a full four days of training part of that about how to administer the test and how to read it, but most of it around HIV information, counseling, how to be supportive and educational when we're with folks. So that's set up by the state. But then in-house, we also do a tremendous amount of training after that to make sure that folks are really comfortable with testing, that they have a very good idea of HIV, how it's passed, and how to best support our community and making the decisions that are right for them. So the people that you'll encounter when you come to -to face-to-face or really any testing site for that matter who they're going to be trained. They're going to yes. be certified and be able to have the conversation with you and make you feel comfortable. Absolutely. And the certification is rigorous. A lot of people don't make it through. There's both written tests. There's mock um, test counseling sessions people have to make it through. So there's a real high standard that's put to anybody who wants to do test counseling. Now, let's talk about the test itself. There are, in fact, some tests that require a needle, and a blood draw. But that's not necessarily the one that you have to have done at face-to-face, right? Yeah, we have an AuraQuick test, which is a 20-minute result that can be done with a finger stick, but it can also be done just with an oral swab. So we have a a small paddle, and on one end there's a cotton-like tip to it, and people just rub that along their gum line. That's all it is. So no blood. And you get your results back the same day? Within 20 minutes. Within 20 minutes. So that agonizing two weeks that I sat through with my good friend is is no longer 
Right. An it's issue. no longer the issue at all. And during that 20 minutes, we're with somebody. So they're not, you know, just sitting there pacing the hallway. We're there to provide support and information and help them out through that time. So talk about the accuracy of the test. It's actually more than 99% accurate. Um, some people think that they need to do a blood test, a test that takes a couple days out of the lab to get really accurate results. And maybe this one doesn't, but it actually is more than 99% accurate. 99% accurate. Uh, and what's it actually testing for? Is it actually testing for the presence of the virus? No, it's looking for antibodies. So um, the test, there's a window period uh, with this test that we want to make sure people understand because um, it takes our bodies anywhere from two weeks up to six months to create antibodies for anything. And uh, with most people creating them by three months. So we're really looking back three to six months ago, not something that just happened in the very recent time. And, and talk about the experience at face-to-face as it compares to going to, say, a traditional healthcare provider like Kaiser or your local doctor. The difference with face-to-face is in the being able to come in and get your results and leave um, knowing your status. At a traditional medical facility, what will typically happen is, depending on your provider, you're going to either go in for a visit to request the test. Um, With some providers, you might be able to call in and have them order a lab. And then you're going to make your appointment to go into the lab and have a blood draw done. And then typically that will take a few days before they have the results. Some healthcare sites will um, allow you to get the results by phone. Some will say that they'll call you if it is a preliminary, if it's a positive result. Others will have you set up an appointment to come in and get those results. So it can take, you know, a week or two for folks um, by the time they get all those set up. And a lot of folks come in pretty nervous. You know, they've waited a while. Something's happened. They've, you know, the, the stress of it has, has made them not get tested for a while. So a lot of people, when they come to us, are, are quite stressed. And when they hear that they're going to get their result in just 20 more minutes, um, it's yeah. great. You know, it just really takes that, helps takes, a lot. takes that load off their shoulders. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it. Let's, let's pull the curtain away and reveal all the mystery behind this test. So what we're going to do is actually go through a test a typical HIV test session from start to finish, as if someone has walked in the doors at face-to-face. The conversation you're going to hear is going to be very typical of what you might hear in a test uh, session. So please keep in mind the content is going to be sexual in nature and may not be suitable for all audiences. But our intent and hope here is to give you a realistic picture of a test. Hi. Uh, You're here for an HIV test, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Great. Uh, my name's Rick. Have you been here with the ticket test before, face to face? Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. No, it's it's. I've not been here before, and it's it's been a while since I've had a, an HIV test. Great. Well, welcome. Um, come on back to our testing office with me. It's right back here. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Go ahead and shut the door behind you and have a seat. Okay. Um, we use the OraQuick rapid test, and we get the result in just 20 minutes. Um, so we have about that long to review. Any information that you might need about HIV? Any questions that you might have? So we'll have about 20 minutes to, to, to use that. Is that a, do you have to take blood from me? Or? Nope. You're lucky with this one. Uh, it's just an oral swab. All right, cool. Great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we do is for you to give me consent to test you. And there's two different ways that we can do that. Um, one is anonymous, where you don't have to give us your name. The other is confidential, where you do give us your name. 
Um, we keep it here lock, uh, lock, under lock and key at face-to-face. It doesn't go any further than that. Um, at the end of the 20 minutes testing time, I'll verbally give you your results. But if you'd like to have a copy of the lab slip that has your name on it um, and it's written proof, um, it needs to be the confidential test because they need to put your your name on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about my name being in a on a list or, or something. So okay. I, I guess, what is it, the, the anonymous one? Yeah, anonymous. Fine. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah let's, it makes let's, no difference let's, to us. Let's do it that way. Great. So let me get one of those forms. So in this case, I'm going to put my initials on each one of these just to make sure that you know what is involved here. Okay. Consent. What, that's a, there's, what, what is that form? There's a lot on there. Yeah. Let me, I'll just read them. I'll, just, okay. I'll tell you each one that I know as I initial it. Okay. First one says that you've been informed about the difference between anonymous and confidential and that you're choosing the anonymous. Yep. Yep. Okay. I got that. Next one is kind of odd. It says that you don't need to give us your social security number. I don't need it for anything. Um, the next one talks about the limitations of the test. So this test is more than 99% accurate. Um, and a tiny, tiny chance of a false positive, but not a false negative. You, so, so there's a there's a chance that it, less than one percent chance. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got uh, it. That it could be a false positive, but a negative result, it's a hundred percent sure that it's negative. Oh, okay. 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 The next one says that you will receive your results in about twenty minutes That's before you leave today. The best. I'm so glad yeah. for that. And we'll stay together the whole time until that twenty minutes is out. Um, and the last one is that if you were to receive a preliminary positive result here today, that I would send you to get a blood draw somewhere else so, so they could do a different type of HIV test. Why? why to, to verify why it? it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, I see. Got okay. 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 Got it. Okay. That's it. And so I don't need to put your name. I'm just signing my name. And you've given me permission. Okay. So, um... Like I said, the good news is that um, you don't require, we don't require blood for this test, so I'm going to just give you this swab. Let me open it up and just take this end, and this end goes up on your gums, so just start it right here on this side of your gums. Just, just on the top or? Yeah, right underneath there. Uh, okay. And then pull it across like that, and then flip right, it over and uh-huh. across the bottom gums. And that's all, you, that's all I have to do? That's it. Great. Thank you. Um, so let me go get this, put this in the lab. I'll be right back. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks. So while you were waiting out in the lobby, did you finish uh, filling out the assessment questionnaire? Yeah, there was two pages of questions to that I answered. I right, right. Great. So let me just have a second to review that. Um, looks like the last time you were in was about five years ago, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. I, I just, I just, I've been, I don't know, I've been just putting it off and I'm just kind of nervous, and there was a an incident that happened about a month ago, and I, I just think it's time to come in. Yeah, so that's yeah. what that's what brought you in today. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. Anything else that you decided to come here today? No, no. It's just mm-hmm. been a long time, and like I said, I had this thing a month ago kind of go down, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of not sure about chances of me catching HIV. Or, sure. So that's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. Cool. Um, how concerned are you? You said you were you were kind of nervous. Are you? Pretty concerned that you might have HIV. Um, I don't know. I mean, that that that's the thing is, you know, I, I, I I'm I'm a gay man, and you know, I like to have fun, and mm-hmm. um, it's been a while that I've had a test, and yeah. I was on vacation, and you know, I just I had a couple of drinks, and mm-hmm. you know, we had some fun, and yep. I, I'm just not <laughs> <So> sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, you know, I'm just not sure about like I don't know. I, just, I know guys that have it, and I got I know guys that don't, and. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't know where I am, so yeah. that's why I'm here today. Great. Well, I'm, I'm glad you came in. Um, a lot of people carry around that stress and nervousness for a long time, and yeah. I know it's, <laughs> it's stressful being here and just getting it. You know, I'm a little sweaty right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, 20 minutes, we'll have your results. So. Okay, 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 cool. So you live in Sonoma. You've been stably housed all this last year. Yep. Uh, you're a gay man. You were tested in 2013, so about, yeah, about five years ago. Yeah. Um, and in terms of risk, um, looks like you have only had sex with men in the last year. Right. Both um, anal insertive and anal receptive. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've topped and I've bottomed. Which yeah. one more than the other or um, much more? I mean, really, it's kind of just depends on and who I've been with I, I haven't I can't think of maybe it's in equal parts I yeah. guess yeah cool yeah. okay and um I see that sometimes it at least it was without a condom no 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 I I I do it I do it with a condom uh, all the time have you have you done it I mean yeah I, I try to uh-huh yeah yeah, I mean, there's no no judgment here. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, and so yeah. um, you know, we just want to like try to assess how much risk you know you you've been at. You know, when I when I um, when I've bottomed, that's when I, you know, I, I've used it mm-hmm. mostly. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as a top. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's sort of hard to kind of keep my erection when. I'm using a condom. So. Yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah. 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 So um how do you how else do you decide like when to use it and when not? Or is oh. it really a conscious decision or is it just sometimes in the heat of the moment? I mean, I really happen? want to be using it all the time. I just feel like that's the best practice and I just can't believe that sometimes I haven't and it you know, I've kind of been beating myself up about it and um you know, sometimes I I'll go out and like if I if I know the guy, then I I feel like I can trust him a little bit more, so I might make a decision not to use it if it's kind of, you know, in the moment there and mm-hmm. sort of hard to kind of stop and say, whoa, hold on. Or Sure, that's really common. I hear, yeah. that. I hear that all the time. So tell me more about, like, trusting him. What, what does that really mean, that, like, you're, you're trusting him? Yeah, it's somebody Trust that I— that he's negative? Somebody that I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, 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 think, I think so. I mean, we've, you know, we'll talk about it sometimes and, you know— it's kind of part of my social group, so I, I kind of know these guys. Yeah, sure. But you don't know what he's done. You don't know where he's been. You don't know if he's negative, uh, for sure, right? Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I know we all we we make those decisions, and uh, like you say, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's see. You've had four partners in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been four. Okay, and pretty moderate alcohol use. Would you say? Yeah, when I go out with my friends, you know, we, we'll we'll have a few drinks and I f- what I answer like four or five. I yeah, think, like, you know, like on, on the night. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the alcohol can kind of feel loose and good. And mm-hmm. that's why we ask about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it'll change. You know how you make decisions. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you know, sometimes the next morning I just think to myself, oh, geez, you know, it right. just maybe should have been a little smarter. Yeah, you know? it's not about smart. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's really, yeah. Don't beat yourself up. And it looks like no drug use at no, all. No, no, Never no. used a needle. No. Okay. And no STDs in the last year. No. Right? Okay. Correct. Great. Okay. So, how would you rate your knowledge about HIV? I'm like, do you feel you have pretty current knowledge about HIV and how it's transmitted? Yeah, what's, I think so. What's riskier than what? I, I, I mean, I, you know, I think so. I know that. I mean, it can be. 
it can be transmitted like through through blood, right, mm-hmm. and through right. cum and through yeah. saliva, right? Mm, not saliva. Saliva is not one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's actually six bodily fluids that can carry HIV. And oh, wow. you're, and you're right. Um, blood is blood is one. Semen is the second one. Precum is the third. Oh, wow. Okay. You didn't know that one? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, precum yeah. is one. Vaginal fluid. Okay. Rectal fluids. Oh. Okay. And breast milk from a mother to a child. Wow. All right. Got so it. So just those six. Okay. So there, are, uh, you wouldn't believe how many people do believe that saliva is one of them. That's a very common myth. Yeah, uh, I just figured that, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. No, it's not at all. Okay, good, good. So, and, so, and it has to be one of those... One of those fluids from somebody who's HIV positive needs to get directly into your bloodstream. The virus, the HIV, is very, very fragile. If it hits the air, it kills it immediately. So it, you're not going to pick it up casually off of anything. Okay. It needs to get right into your bloodstream. So when we look at different transmission modes for HIV, you know, needle use, sharing needles so so easy to get HIV that way because you've got a needle that has one person's blood in it. They share it with somebody else. It goes right into their bloodstream without hitting the air. Yeah, that blood, makes sense. Blood to blood, right? right? That makes sense. Um, with sex, there's much more of a, a spectrum of risk. Can I ask you a question? Because my sure. head's sort of spinning right now. Yeah, you, yeah. You said, you said pre-cum mm-hmm. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, if you give a guy a blowjob, you can like, – does that – I mean, you know. Right. There's probably been a lot of that going on. <laughs> sure, sure. So, uh, th- like I was going to say, there's a really real spectrum of risk okay. around sexual activity. So, oral sex is on one end, with anal and vaginal sex at the other end. So, how 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 risky do you think oral sex is? Uh, well, I, I don't I don't know because I didn't know that precum had HIV. So now right. I. And you know saliva doesn't. Right. Now from I know the other that. direction, so that's right? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actually, in, unless you've got an open cut in your mouth, a sore, you've just flossed your teeth and your gums are bleeding, there's no way for the fluid to get to your bloodstream. Okay. Your mouth, your mouth is healthy. Okay, good. Okay. You're fine. It, the risk is almost zero. So it's, it's pretty really, low really low. All right, good. It, it really needs to get, you know, either the, the pre-cum or the cum needs to get directly into your blood. Got it. Got right? it. Okay. So when we're looking um, at anal sex and vaginal sex, the issue is around um, little micro tears that can be inside. You know, the, the vaginal tissue and, and anal tissue is really soft and delicate and can easily get um, with friction or kind of rough sex. Yeah. You can get little micro tears that you wouldn't even know about. You wouldn't see any blood necessarily, but the cum or pre-cum could then get into the person's bloodstream. So is it is it better than, you know, to just top and not bottom? It is less risky okay, because um, the skin on the penis is, is more like regular skin. It's not that kind of mucous membrane that's so easily um, torn. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so it is, it is less risky for the top than for the bottom. That right. makes sense. Yeah. 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 And I guess a condom... Using a condom as much as you can helps to kind of create a it does condoms are shield or something yeah condoms are are really good they're really effective if you use them you know if, you, if it's in the nightstand it doesn't do any good at all or if you can't use them correctly and you know then it's not doing any good you know like you said a lot of, a lot of guys can't stay hard when they're using a condom or just the thought of putting it on and thinking about disease in your brain all of a sudden you know you 
can't stay hard. So some people just say, well, I can't, I'm not going to use them. That's the thing that, 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 you know, a month ago, like I, I I think I said, I, I was on vacation and I was actually, I was, I was bottoming and Mm -hmm. we were using a condom and by the time it was all done, kind of the condom was, was gone. Yeah. So, and I, and I, I had a couple of drinks and, but I know, I know that, I know that he didn't, you know, come inside of me, but Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't, I just, it's, it makes me worried. Sure. 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 Yeah. I get it. So, um, have you ever heard of prep? Um, yeah, some of my friends have been talking about it. Uh You know, we've, we've heard some stuff about it. It's been big in the city. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you, I don't know if you look at, you know, profiles on apps or anything, but a lot of times it'll list, you know, it'll show that somebody's on prep. Yeah. You're seeing more and more of that now. Right. So it's like, isn't it like medicine you can take and it, it can help prevent it or I I don't really know a lot about it. Yeah. So it it is a, a once a day pill that you can take for people who are HIV negative and taken correctly, taken, you know, once a day, like it is um, prescribed, it's up to 99% effective of keeping you from getting HIV. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's big. Do you know what what are the statistics? If you, if you are a condom, is it the same? It's uh, actually a little bit less. Condoms are a little bit like condoms break and, you know, you can have accidents with the condom. They can come off, you know, things like that. So um, it actually makes them about 89%. So this is about another 10% more effective. Okay. Okay. Uh, Some people are using PrEP and condoms. They're using, they want two layers of protection, you know. Um, Other people are um, choosing to use just condoms or just PrEP. So it it gives you some choice, you know. Here's Here's another tool in the toolkit that you can use to stay safe. Okay. That's cool. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Any other, any other things you've heard about prep that you'd like to clarify or? Well, I mean, sometimes when we're talking about it, people say that the guys that are on it are just kind of having sex all over the place now and, Mm -hmm. you know, just not being kind of careful or, Uh I mean, that's, that's what I've been hearing about it, that it's kind of this, cool medicine at the moment, but you know, everyone's just having crazy sex all over the place. I think when it first came out, there was a lot of stigma attached to it that, that, you know, people said, well, he must be like really fooling around a lot if he's, if he needs to be on that medication. Um, I think it's really changed. Um, you know, the, the way people look at it, I think now people are looking at people who are on prep as, wow, he's really taking care of himself. Um, did you know that if you're on prep, you need to get tested every three months? No, no, yeah. I don't even know how to get it or where, yeah. where you go. So or I'll, I'll give you all that info, but okay. you actually get tested for HIV every three months and all STDs. Oh, wow. So, you know, if you're in the dating pool and you're looking out there and you see that this guy's on prep, you actually know that he's getting tested pretty often and that he's, you know, protected himself maybe with the second layer of protection. So it's seen now as more of a positive thing. And any kind of negative connotation. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can get it. We can get it here in Sonoma County. You can get it um, from your doctor. Um, lots of different ways you can get it. Uh, you may have heard that it's really expensive. Um, I, I actually don't. I, I, I don't know what the costs are. Yeah. Or, Some know. people have heard that it's really expensive and that's kept them from it. Like, oh, I could never afford it or my insurance wouldn't cover it. Um, it is actually covered by most insurances and Medi-Cal. Oh, wow. Um, and um, even the manufacturer of it has programs to help you pay for it. Yeah, so, but what I mean, if you take medicine once a day, I mean, mm-hmm. 
What does it do to your body? Are there like crazy side effects? Or? No, actually, it's a really, really safe drug. It's called Truvada. Prep is is, is pre-exposure prophylaxis, so it oh. means that you know that's the, the the system of getting it. But the drug itself is called Truvada. Okay, it's been around for seventeen years now, and it's been used by millions of people. For it is actually one of the HIV drugs that people oh. with HIV take. Okay, and so it's been tested and used and followed by, you know, millions of people for 17 years. So we know it's really, really safe to take. Very few side effects. Um, some people have like a headache or a little stomach thing for a few days, and usually that goes away. One of the things that they're going to monitor um, if you get on it mm -hmm. is your kidneys because they want to make sure your kidney function stays good. Okay. Um, it With some people, it can curtail your kidney function. So they want to – every time you go in for your labs, which is every three months, right, right. Um, they'll test you for HIV, STDs, and they'll check your, your um, kidneys to make sure that they're still functioning. And then what if, happens if, if – they're, If they're not, you know, if, they're, if they fall below a certain level, they'll take you off PrEP or Truvada. And are your kidneys And your kidneys – no, your kidneys go right back to where they were. So it doesn't harm them. It just kind of, – it may curtail their function. Oh, okay. And okay. that's fairly rare. This is great information. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's really so it's a safe it's a safe drug, and it's a really effective drug. Okay. You know, up to ninety nine percent effective. So, you know, we really rec recommend it for a lot of folks. Like you know, you said you've got a lot of nervousness around getting HIV. You know, you're yeah. you've been stressed about it. You know, you're fairly sexually active, um, and I mean, it was that one time you know a month ago when I was away uh -huh. and. You know, like I said, I, I, th I think everything's okay. I just, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really know. And, mm -hmm. you know, so your test today can, will, will tell me whether or not everything's good. Well, or actually, that's something I want to really cover really clearly with you to make sure you understand. There's what we call a window period. So what this test is looking for is HIV antibodies. And you know what antibodies are? Um, no, I mean, maybe you should tell me. Cause... So they're, they're like what, what our, our body creates an antibody for anything that we're exposed to, a cold, a particular flu. It'll, it'll combat that infection oh, kind of like with an the, antibody. Like the white blood cell? Exactly. learn with your kids? Yeah. So it's kind of like a marker okay. that's yeah. there. Once, you, you know, once you've been <laughs> exposed to something, that marker is always there. So it takes our bodies anywhere from two weeks up to six months to create antibodies okay. with almost everybody creating them by three months. So, so we're looking if you, a negative result today would mean that from the day you were born to six months ago, we know that you were not exposed to HIV okay, and wow. probably up to three months ago. So then today is not going to really tell me anything about my vacation. Probably thing. not. You know, as I said, it could, you know, they could be as, as close as two weeks, but Usually longer than that, more towards three months. So, so we'll give you a result today that'll tell you about previous to that, uh -huh. and then we'll have you come back. Have you come back in a couple months and close out that window period. Now, in the meantime, uh, okay, if okay. something else happens, if you have another incident where you're not protected, then that window period continues. Wow! You know, and we have some folks that come in really often because they're always at some level of risk. So, and if you know. They, they choose to. They come in every three months or every six months to just keep that um, going. I mean, at, at a 99% chance of not catching HIV, this prep stuff sounds 
pretty good. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and would taking a pill every day be something that would be easy for you to do? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely want to – I appreciate the information that you've given me about it. I would kind of probably want to talk with my doctor too just to yeah. learn a little bit more about the side effects or – you know, from his perspective sure, or whatever, you know. Yeah. So um, a, a lot of regular GPs don't know a whole lot about PrEP. Uh, if, you're, oh, if your oh, private oh. doc doesn't, uh-huh. we can put him in touch with a doc that does. Okay. You know, and I've got okay. some information that I can give you about that too. Okay, got it. So they, they don't know about – it sounds like a wonder drug and they don't know about this? Well, yeah, right. Yeah, but, you know, everybody – there's so many specialists and, you know, they kind of leave HIV to its own – they may have heard of it, yeah. but there are some that have not yet. What do you think about it for you? I mean, I know you just, you've just heard about it, but <laughs> kind of what are your first thoughts about the possibility of you getting it? Yeah, I, I don't – you know, I don't want to feel this way every time I'm, I'm having sex because mm-hmm. sex is fun. Right. It's good. Right. You know, I want to – I want to feel feel good the next morning about the decisions that I've made and the behavior that I've you know that I've done and, yeah. and not have to worry. And I think if I knew that, man, I could walk around the world with a ninety nine percent assurance that HIV is not going to come my way. Right. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought so. I've I've been on it now for about nine months. Oh wow! Myself. Cool. Okay. Um, same decision. I thought, you know, why not? Yeah. If it's safe, it's that effective. You know, if if I slip up and don't use a condom sometimes, I've got something else on board yeah, that's going to yeah, take care yeah. of me. And okay. it's really, you know, I find it really easy just to, I just take it right before I go to bed every night. So it's, you know, it's oh, this yeah, easy it's, reminder, it's just right there. And I just, you know, it's really easy to take once a day. So does this mean that, I mean, even if you're not sure, like if the guy tells you he's negative, but maybe he doesn't know, or if you just, you meet somebody and they tell you you're positive that, it just it kind of seems like it's a game changer all around. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to kind of put people in buckets anymore and decide about who you want to date that way or. Right. So some people, it has freed up a lot of people. A lot of people say they feel much, like you said, they, they feel much more uh, relaxed yeah. and comfortable having sex, um, which is a great thing. Okay. You know, it can take away all of that. You mentioned, you know, what if somebody tells you they're positive? Uh-huh. Have, have you heard about undetectable? People who have an undetectable virus. Like, yeah, isn't that when like when the, like the the virus is really low in their body or something? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? So um, it means that um, they have that little virus in their body that it's un- under a threshold to be measured. Okay. So when they go in and get their labs, they they check to see how much HIV they have in their system. Uh-huh. It's below that level, so they oh, call wow, it undetectable. Good. Okay. Um, have you heard that people who are undetectable cannot pass HIV to others? No. Yeah. No way, really? So, yeah. So um, not once now has somebody with undetectable viral load given HIV to somebody else. Wow. That's great. Right. Okay. So if you're out there and somebody says, hey, I've got HIV, but I'm undetectable, you don't know for sure that they are. Yeah. But if they truly are, um, they are not going to give you HIV. And if you're on PrEP, you've got that other layer, right? Well, great. Um, so – as far as undetectable goes, I also wanted to let you know that almost uh, probably 90% of people here in Sonoma County who have HIV are at that undetect- undetectable level. Wow. It's that prevalent. Okay. That, you know, people, when they stay on their meds, meds today are so great yeah. that if they stay on their meds, most people get to that undetectable level and stay there. Yeah, one of my good friends is on on his meds, and, and he's really healthy and leads a really cool life, and I'm glad for that. Yeah, great. Um, what about STDs? 
Yeah, do you get tested for have you in, in the five in the last five years have you been tested for any STDs? Well, I'm, I'm here. Can, can I just do that now? We don't, unfortunately. We we test for Hep C, which is a blood to blood disease, and um, HIV only. Got so, it. But you can get um, from your doctor. Yeah. You can get. Uh, you just go in and request a, a full panel. Ask for a full panel of STDs, and they'll they'll test it. Oh, okay, good. And the reason I bring it up is. Um, there has been a, a huge increase in California and here in Sonoma County of syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia. No way. Yeah, and especially among um, gay in our community, oh, gay, gay and bi men have a lot. So there's a lot out there. Yeah. Um, How do you know if you have it? Well, just, <laughs> you're reading my mind. You didn't, there's not always symptoms. Some of them have symptoms. Okay. Some don't. I'll give you a brochure on all of the STDs here that you can take home and read about. But it's a really good to get tested. You know, if you're concerned enough to come in and get an HIV test, you should get STD tests because they're passed the same way and they are much easier to get. All of them are much easier to get than HIV is. Hey, great. Another thing to worry about. Right. And, you know, if you have an STD, it's easier to get HIV. Some of them cause sores. So if you had a sore, that's an opening, opening to your blood system. I never thought about that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, and they can be cured. There's not a cure yet for HIV. Yeah. There's great, great treatment, but not a cure. But chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, there are cures for. Okay. So, um, This yeah. is great information. Thank you. I really, yeah. I'm so glad I came in. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's been about 20 minutes. Let me, go, let me go get your result. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay? All right, thanks. Are you right? Yeah, yeah I'm good. I mean, I'm nervous. You're, you know, how, how long are you going to be gone? Just a minute or two. If, right. if I'm gone for more than a minute, it's just because I'm waiting for the clock to tick to 20 minutes. Okay? Okay. So I'll be right back. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Outbeat News In-Depth here on KRCB-FM Radio 91. I'm Greg Moralia. Tonight we're talking about HIV testing and demystifying the process with Rick Dean and Megan Murphy from Face to Face. And just a reminder, the conversation we're having tonight does contain a lot of sexual content and may not be appropriate for young listeners. Okay, your test is negative. Oh man, I'm so relieved. That's awesome. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Are you? So I'm cool then, right? It's all. It's. It, oh no, no. The window. The window, the window period. period yeah. Right. So. So I've got to come back in a couple mm-hmm. months to. I would come back in, in two months. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give you this diagram that shows when you had the last exposure that you're concerned about. Yeah, it was a month ago. When we're testing you. Okay. When the window period would end. Okay. I'll put the dates on here. Okay. And um, so that you'll have that, you know, remember, you know, when you were tested and when to come back. So I can really come back here anytime and it's free and you guys are going to, we're going to have the same conversation and yep. this, it's, it's this easy. Yep. Wow. This is great. You may not get me. There's several of us here that are um, certified test okay. counselors. Okay. But we're all experts in HIV. We all have the same information. Okay. Um, this is great. I'm, I'll definitely be back and I... I'm going to definitely go talk to my doctor about the the, um, the panel, yep. the panel of S- STDs, STDs and, uh-huh. and the, um, the Truvada, the prep that you, you mentioned. So. Yeah, like yeah. I've got a brochure here on prep, too, that you can take and read a little bit about. Oh, good, good, good. You know, if you have any questions, you can always call us and just have a conversation just about prep. I had, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I, I see this big bucket of condoms and lube. Absolutely. I... Please help yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we have them, <laughs> good, good, we have them by the front door too. So if you ever, when you run out, if you want to just come in the front door and grab some, that's what they're there for. This is awesome. I'm going to tell my friends that they just have to come on in and get their test done. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate the time. Thank you. You're very, I'm very so welcome. relieved it's negative right now. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Any other questions you have for us? Um, 
No, I don't, I don't think so. No, this has been really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. That was really intense, really intense, but but not nearly as painful as you know what I would think it would be like. Um, and I would imagine most of the results come back negative. Yeah, yeah, very very rarely get a positive result actually. So how's the process then different if somebody were to test preliminary positive? Uh, just kind of talk us through how the last part of that situation would be different. Sure. So I would come back in the room the same way, and um, I would sit down and say, your result today was preliminary positive. You know, we'll just say it just like that. Um, and just sit with the person. You know, That can be a very um, emotional thing for somebody yeah. to hear. So I would just be with them for a while and see how they, were, how they reacted to it. And after a few minutes, maybe ask them, you know, what, how they're doing, you know, you're okay. And if they're ready, I give them some more information about the, what the next steps are. Cause we're going to hold their hand through the whole, through the whole thing, through the whole thing. Yeah. What's your experience been? Do most people have some inkling that they're positive or is it really a big surprise? Um, it's both. We've had both. We've had folks that say, yeah, I kind of thought so, you know, um, it's been a while since I've been in. I haven't been using condoms, whatever, you know, um, kind of kind of thought I was. Um, other folks, pretty pretty big surprise. So you've really we, got to be ready for any outcome. Absolutely. We've, we've had women who, who have come in and their only risk is having sex with their husbands. Mm. Um, and, you know, that it comes as a shock to them. Yeah, and that's right. a whole other conversation about the importance of getting women tested. I mean, I think mm-hmm. so traditionally we thought about this as being something really directed just at gay men. Mm-hmm. But really everybody, whether you're straight, bi, gay, male, female, however you identify, mm-hmm. you should be coming in and getting tested. Getting tested, getting the information, and also learning about PrEP. We've found that um, PrEP is fairly well known in the gay community. It's in, in a lot of literature. It's on bus stops in the city, you know. A lot of people hear about it from other from their friends taking it, but um, other communities have not heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, women, trans folks, people of color, um, those communities, much less education about right. PrEP. And so when we tell people, um, for instance, we go into the jail and test in the Sonoma County jails, every single person I test in there has never heard of it. Like, what do you mean there's something that could... Stop me from getting HIV. Wow. Why didn't I know this? Well, let's come back and talk then a lot more about PrEP because I think it's some, it's really important. So a person is, is tested preliminary positive and now there needs to be a second test, which mm-hmm. is going to involve a needle and a, right. a blood draw. So right. walk us through that process. Where do they go for that? So we would ask them where they get their primary care. Um, are you a Kaiser patient or do you go to one of the, um, the clinics that um, we refer people to often or do you have a private doc? Um, you, we usually refer to two clinics in Sonoma County. The vast majority of people we refer to either Santa Rosa Community Health or West County Health Centers. Um, they have HIV teams there. They have HIV experts. So does Kaiser. Um, we would actually do a referral up there and let the person at that site know that this person is coming in to get their test. Actually make a phone conversation, do a, a warm handoff, and I'm sending them up right now. Or, you know, maybe even drive up with them. So really you're, upset. you don't even waste any time. This person goes right Yeah, now. we don't want them to, you know, go away and not get that 
secondary test and just kind of, well, I assume I'm positive and I just don't want to deal with, you know, we really want to empower them to move ahead with the process, get them on medication, um, which is going to you know, reduce the amount of HIV that they they have and protect others. And others, right. Yeah. So we really want to do that warm handoff, make sure they get to that next step. And we know the folks that we're sending them to. We know that they're going to be well taken care of. Um, and then um, they'll do a blood draw and do a test and get a result in two or three days. And then they'll be notified by the health center. Okay. So even that's improved. It's only two to three days as opposed to two to three weeks. Right. What about folks that don't have insurance? Who pays for all this? So both at the clinics that I, that I um, referred to, um, West County out in Sebastopol and Guerneville and the Santa Rosa, uh, which has many, many sites around Santa Rosa, um, we'll see pa- patients on a sliding scale, folks without insurance, um, folks with different kinds of insurance. So that really is not an obstacle anymore. If you fear that you're positive and don't have insurance, don't let that be the reason that you don't get in and get tested. Exactly. Okay, because either way, you're going to get taken care of. That's right. Awesome. Um, I know that a lot has changed over the years about how treatment is provided. What's the typical response to a confirmed positive blood test? Is a person put on meds right away? Yeah, they are. Uh, Many, many years ago, they waited. Um, You know, when the newer drugs came out, they weren't sure how long that they might last. And so they thought, let's let's save them for when somebody is really sick. They, They last. They're working, you know. It's been 15, 20 years since the newer drugs came out. Um, so now they put them on right away. Um, drops the, the amount of HIV, as I said before, to that undetectable level where it's not going to affect their health and it's going to keep others safe. So why not? Let's right. Put them on right away. And, and that really is the public health interest in all of this, right? Mm-hmm. If we can lower the total countywide viral load... Then, then that lowers everybody's risk of having HIV transmitted. Exactly. So we kind of see three steps to this. You know, PrEP is one of them, as we talked about, um, getting people to that undetectable level who, who do have HIV, and then finding those people who um, have HIV but don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to the window period because, as you alluded to uh, when you were talking to the client there, it's, it's kind of confusing. And I would imagine that a lot of folks show up at your door to be tested the day after a hookup when they realize, oh, my goodness, what did I just do? Exactly. Walk us through that again. Let's say that something happens last night mm-hmm. and I'm worried that, that I didn't do what I should have done. Um, I engage in some risky behavior. I mm-hmm. want to get tested. Mm-hmm. So if it w- is within 72 hours of that happening, I would tell you about PEP. P-E-P ah. instead of P-R-E-P. Okay. PEP stands for post-exposure prophylaxis where PrEP is pre-exposure. So post-exposure, just after something has happened, within 72 hours, they will give you the same drug we were talking about before, Truvada, and another one, for 30 days. And it has a very, very high chance of um, stopping you from becoming infected. Wow. So it would make sense, even though there's this window period now with the oral test of really up to six months Mm -hmm. to know with some certainty. Yeah. If something happens last night yep. or the night before, mm-hmm. you can come down to face-to-face and mm-hmm. get some referrals for and, getting paid. You know, we could test you. We could take the 20 minutes to test you and maybe give you some information like we just gave that client to, you know, have them understand HIV maybe a, a bit better. Um, and then we would send them um, to get PEP. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't matter when. Mm-hmm. 
get in and get tested. Absolutely. Perfect. So let's talk about Truvada. I mean, that clearly is such a uh, huge advance in reducing the transmission of HIV. Yes, it's a great tool. So really, in today's world, who should be taking PrEP? It really should be anybody who feels that they need it. You know, if you would be more comfortable taking PrEP, if that would make you enjoy sex more and be able to relax more and feel more confident that you are protected from HIV, you should be on it. You know, in years ago, like in the, in the eighties or 1990, when this, you know, when, when the epidemic was huge and there were very few things for us and uh, the advice was just use a condom every single time. Or just stop having sex. Or that stop, was the yeah. mantra, mantra from some folks. Absolutely. Um, you know, we'd, we'd be lined up. If there was a pill that they said would be 99% effective to keep us from HIV, everybody would have been on it. Everybody would say, yeah, I need it now. So why not today? So if someone wants to uh, get Truvada, mm-hmm. walk us through the process for that. Can they go to face-to-face or do they have to go to their doctor? They could come to us. Um, we can't, we're not dispensing it, um, but we can give them all the information about it. Um, we can We can tell them you know, how effective it is, um, you know, what the, what the trials have shown, um, what side effects are. We can um, refer them to clinics and or Kaiser that, um, that prescribes PrEP all the time and knows it very well. We can tell them what the um, protocols are, that, you know, you'll get a 30-day supply and you'll have to come back and get meds, and then you'll get a 90-day supply. And each time you go in, as I said before, you would get um, labs drawn for HIV. They want to make sure that you are HIV negative mm-hmm. and um, uh, all the STDs as well. And where are healthcare providers generally with Truvada? I've heard some docs are all over it and think it's great. Other mm-hmm. docs don't believe in it because they think that it's going to promote promiscuity and the abandonment of, of condoms. Um, what about some of the major healthcare providers? Is everybody in Sonoma County on board? Pretty much. I think there, there may be some individual providers, um, who are not comfortable with, um, HIV and HIV drugs may not be up to speed on, on all of that. Um, but all of the major centers are, are very, uh, up to speed on, on PrEP. And, and pro, pro absolutely. use of PrEP. Yeah. Um, and, and again, if someone doesn't have insurance. Almost all insurance covers it. Kaiser does on their on most of their plans, um, Medi-Cal, and, and most health insurance does. If they don't, there are programs through the manufacturer that will help pay for it, um, even for people who are undocumented. So um, they want people to be on PrEP. We're, making, we're trying to make it as easy as possible for everybody who wants to be on PrEP to get on, to get on PrEP. A lot of people say, do I need it? You know, is it, uh, you know, is it right for me? And that's a decision they have to make for themselves. Um, you know, even if you have really low risk, if you're nervous about getting HIV, why not? Why not take it? Why not? You've got that. You've got it right. on board, and if you need it. And you know, you, you talked a little bit about this in the the counseling session, but there's a lot of mythology about side effects as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Do, is there been any new information or current information? Uh, are any side effects emerging from the use of Travada so far? No, very, very few. Most people have none at all. Some people have, you know, a week or two of a headache or some stomach upset or something like that. Very, very few. And the kidney function that I talked about is also really rare. I think it's 1% or something. But even if it does happen, you're getting tested often enough every three months that if you do develop uh, an adverse reaction 
uh, to Travada, then mm-hmm. it can be caught in time. Absolutely. Uh, as I said, as I told in um, that <laughs> in our testing, I'm actually on Travada myself. I'm on I'm on prep, and um, I've been on it about a year now. And last time I went in, they said, "Yeah, you know, your um, phosphorus is getting a little bit low. We might want to watch that, and you might want to take a phosphorus supplement." Um, you know, if it gets really low, then we might talk about taking you off of it, but take a supplement, it'll boost it back up. So, you know, I'm getting more, more attention for my health than I ever got before. Right. I hadn't been tested for STDs in a long time. I'm getting tested every three months and every three months for HIV as well. Fantastic. So So just to clarify for our wonderful straight allies who are out there listening, a straight woman who, who wants to take care of herself could a straight woman go in and get Travada? Absolutely. I really stress when I'm, when I'm testing somebody, uh, when I'm testing a woman, I often will really stress about PrEP because it, it, oftentimes uh, the woman is not in, in charge of who's, if a condom is being used or not. Right. You know, um, There may be a power differential or something going on that, that doesn't allow her to be in charge of her safety, whereas using PrEP, she has that, she has that control. Right. Yeah. Megan, you do a lot of community education. So let's get back to this question about why women, particularly straight women, should be thinking about getting HIV tested. Yeah. You know, we find that a lot of women, when they come in, really underestimate their level of HIV risk. And part of it, we're in this really neat time right now where there's more and more openness to diverse sexual relationships for folks, especially as we're looking at some of the younger folks, a lot more openness to same-sex relationships, to open relationships, and to having multiple partners. And yet, there's still enough stigma that a lot of people aren't open about that. So we've had some um, young women come in and actually test positive with us and afterwards learn that they were in a relationship that they thought was a closed relationship where their boyfriend may have been with other women or men. And so just as a way to be sure that they know their status, to be sure that they're aware of their health and they can take care of it, um, to come in and test is the only way to know. And I know face-to-face is very uh, present in the community at different events. Pride, Rick mentioned uh, at the jail, there's plenty of opportunities to get tested at one of those events. But more regularly, Mm -hmm. tell us when testing is available at face-to-face on 2nd Street. So at our 2nd Street office, we do testing Tuesdays through Fridays from 9 o'clock in the morning until 4.30 in the afternoon. So we're at about 30 hours a week. It's all drop-in. You don't need to make an appointment. Very rarely, there may be a short wait while the test counselor is finishing up with somebody before you. But usually folks can just come in and um, go right in to start a test. And it literally takes just about maybe a half hour in total, right? Yeah, by the time we do the initial paperwork, the full test, and then give a result, it's about a half an hour. And what's the cost to someone? There's no cost at all. We don't have any fees. We don't charge anything. Um, People are always welcome to give a donation if they want to and they can, but it's not expected. Somebody's got to be paying for the tests and the building (laughs) and all the services and education. So this is a great lead-in, Rick, to talk about where does funding come from and how can people contribute? Sure. So it's it's fairly complex in that um, we also provide services for people with HIV as well as doing HIV prevention. So money comes from a couple of different places for that. Our our prevention money actually comes from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control. Um, It does not pay for everything that um, 
<laughs> well, the cost of, of doing the test. We do get our tests for free, but um, and some of, it pays for some of the time of our test counselors, but not all of it. Um, it doesn't pay for the room. It doesn't pay for for many things. So um, we do a lot of fundraising at Face to Face. We're you know one of the county's nonprofits that um, is out there asking for money. Yeah. One of the things that we're working on right now is actually growing our financial friends program which is a program where folks can sign up to make even a small donation, you know, 10 bucks a month that just goes ongoing. is a lot easier for people to be able to manage, not have to remember to make a donation. And yet it helps us know that there's some stability to what's coming in. So if anybody's interested in that, it's one of the big campaigns that we're trying to enroll more people in at this current time. Um, I think one of the best ways to come in and find out about face-to-face is to come in and get tested. Absolutely. That's the best way to experience the service. And so once again, you can do that Tuesday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. They're right at 873 2nd Street. And of course, you can always go to their website at f2f.org. Rick Dean, Megan Murphy, thanks so much for helping us demystify the HIV testing process tonight. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Greg. And that brings us to the end of our hour. Tune in next Sunday night for Outbeat Radio's Living Proof with Sheridan Gold and Dr. Diana Grayer. That's at 8 p.m. and only here on KRCBFM Radio 91. In the meantime, have a great week, and thanks for spending your Sunday night with us. Outbeat News In-Depth is hosted and produced by Greg Moralia exclusively for KRCB Radio. Podcasts of our programs are available for on-demand play on our website at outbeatnews.com and on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates from Outbeat Radio News all month long. Broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move mountains. Silence is quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like dying, but 
Thousand times. 